Hello and welcome to our Daily Dose of Inspiration podcast with Coach J. I am Geronda Marks, also known as Coach J, and I'm so happy to be your host for this episode of DDOI Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. This is going to be so awesome. But let me tell you a little bit about myself in case you are uh, tuning in for the very first time. I am a business and leadership consultant, a life and professional coach. Uh, But most of all, I am a woman of God who loves God and loves teaching the principles of God's word. My life mission and purpose is LEAP, L-E-A-P. I am called to empower, encourage, and inspire leaders, leaders, entrepreneurs, authors, and principal people. I I love to say purposeful people to provide effective strategies and resources to help you live your best life ever and help you succeed in life. You know, wisdom is the principal thing and the word of God says, and all that getting get and understanding. And so I want to make sure that you get the wisdom that you need so that you can do and fulfill your life assignment. So if you desire to reach us, all you have to do is go to uh, you are you publishing the letter U, the letter R, the letter U publishing.com and connect with us. You know, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All you have to do is look me up, Geronda Marks. I'm excited about this episode of DDOI. We're going to be talking about putting me first. Yes, me putting you first. It's time for you to take care of you mind, body, and soul. And so we're going to be talking about self-care, how important it is for you to be self-aware, to know exactly where you are mentally and emotionally. So we want you to uh, be able to unleash the authentic you. And so I'm so excited about this episode. Uh, My girl, Donna Barnes, she's going to be dialoguing with me. I'm going to interview her. Uh, She has written an awesome and amazing book entitled Affirming Me Gracefully. And we're going to get in that. So it's so important that you get some principles uh, that are going to help you mentally, emotionally uh, in life. And so we're going to get started on that. But I do want to say one thing, uh, make sure you share this podcast with someone. There's so many people during seasons like this that are having and experiencing some mental challenges and they need to hear some wisdom, some, um, counsel that's going to help them, uh, move past the trauma, move past the hurt setbacks, all of the things that the enemy send in order for you to remain stuck in life. So that's why I say it's time for you to take care of yourself. It's time for you to put yourself first. So you, I know you're going to be blessed by this episode. So listen up. Hi, Donna. Hi. How you doing, girl? I'm fine, and you? How are Good, good. So glad you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to uh, be a part of our DDOI podcast audience. Um, so thanks again. Uh, we got a really great discussion, you guys. Um, but I just thank God for Donna being on. But Donna, before we even get into um, our interview about your awesome book, I just want to ask you, you know, how are you managing? How are you managing um, over these, or have managed over these past seven months? These seven months, we have had so much going on in our world, man. COVID-19, uh, 
2019, uh, all of this, all inequalities, injustices, racial tension. It's just so much enough to drive you crazy. Um, But of course, we're not going to go crazy. We're going to trust God. But uh, how have you been managing? I've just been managing. I've just been managing. With COVID, I try to still live. um, Because if I was to go today or tomorrow, you know, I want to make sure that people can say, well, she lives, she enjoyed life. So I try not to let COVID get the best of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I do do my protection, Uh but I sometimes find ways or reasons to go to the store just so I can get out the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like being in the house, although I am a homebody. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm forced to stay at home, I don't like it. So I try to find ways to get out. Yeah. And, and, you know, even with working from home, sometimes you get tired of all the Zoom calls, all the conference calls. Sometimes you just need to be around people. Uh, But of course, you have to use wisdom um, and we uh, have to let, of course, uh, you know, science or numbers, statistics kind of help us to make decisions. But once again, you know, we are believers and we don't operate with a spirit of fear. And so we just have to trust God. And that's where I'm at. Um, and I'm yes, sure that's we do. Though. Yeah, I have to trust God. And then we have to encourage people to trust God because there's so much fear, uh, anxiety, uncertainty. And so uh, we as women of God, believers, you know, just have to make sure that we're doing our part. Uh, because even as you know, as a mental health specialist, you know, um, you know, mental health, the numbers are going through the roof because uh, people are really um, becoming mentally unstable during times like this. And so it's so important that we talk about, you know, this whole notion of self-care and, and, and putting yourself first. And that's what we're going to talk about on today. And so um, you guys, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Donna. Um, first of all, she's my sister in Christ and I thank God for her. She keeps it real. Uh, I've been knowing her for several years really had face-to-face encounter and uh, discussion um, until last year. Until last year, she invited me to an awesome women's empowerment uh, gala. Uh, You remember that? Uh, I know you remember it. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was amazing. And I really thank God for you. That was last year in October in 2019. It was really, really awesome. And that's the opportunity that I really had to connect with you. Um, And I just love your vision. I loved your passion for women. Then being in the atmosphere with uh, like-minded women uh, who have a passion for others. And, you know, so I really just felt it. I felt it when I went. And so um, just connecting with Donna, it was just like an aha moment. And then uh, that was when I purchased your book uh, at that uh, particular empowerment gala and, um, you know, had an opportunity to read it and it really, really blessed me. But anyway, you guys, I can go on and on and on about Donna uh, as my personal relationship. But uh, first of all, I just want to mention that uh, what I love is number one, she is a single mom. She's a mother of one son. Uh, and hats up to all my single moms out there. Uh, she was born in Washington, uh, in Washington, uh, District of Columbia, and she now lives in Louisiana. Donna attended um, the University of Phoenix and obtained her bachelor's degree in um, criminal justice. Uh, she has a master's in mental health counseling. Uh, she has earned her uh, licensure as a licensed professional counselor and obtained uh, her national counselor certification. Uh, that's so awesome. So proud of you. Uh, Thank and you. also, um, you know, she has held several jobs in helping professions such as ra- ranging from working in 
uh, and corrections, juvenile facilities, providing therapeutic services to children, adolescents, and adults. And uh, most of all, which we're going to delve into is that she's an author. She's um, a self-published author. She has uh, uh, wrote her first journal, Affirming Me Gracefully. I love that title. A self-guided journal to unleashing the authentic you through reflection and healing. That's what we're going to talk about. She desires uh, to let her light shine wherever she goes, no matter what may transpire throughout life. Um, uh, and so I really, really just love that. And then as I stated in the beginning, most of all, she's, she was able to do and fulfill many of her accomplishments and her dreams as a single mother. And I love, I love your saying, you said I'm, she's, I'm, she's slaying dragons and pushing on to see what the end will be. That's what I like. The fact that as a single mom, you accomplish so, so much. And so again, thank you, Donna. Uh, for sharing with us here on the podcast, I know that probably was a lot. And like I tell people, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give uh, every person their props if their bio is two pages. Well, I mean, I read all two pages, but <laughs> I, I applaud you for just in spite of uh, reaching those milestones in life and uh, accomplishing great things. So again, uh, thank you, Donna, for being a part of our DGOI podcast and. Um, you know, you guys, what we're going to talk about, like I say, that she is uh, an author and wrote a powerful book, Affirming Me Gracefully, um, which we're going to delve into. But um, I, I really am passionate about this whole topic on mental health, uh, self-care and mental health, because, you know, for me personally, um, mental health has, you know, run in my family. You know, uh, several of my loved ones have been diagnosed uh, with mental illnesses uh, and have even committed suicide. And so most of what I do as far as empowering and inspiring and also just encouraging people to take care of themselves, it comes from experience. Uh, because I know that I shouldn't be here because the devil had kind of already labeled me as being a statistic uh, that, you know, I wouldn't see age 33, but here I am 49 and giving God praise, no medication uh, for any uh, chemical imbalancing, which, you know, like I stated, it runs in our balance, part of our DNA, this whole mental challenges, but to God be the glory. And so therefore, I, I champion self-care. I champion taking time for you and uh, making sure that you have these calm environments. You affirming yourself and uh, feeling good about yourself. And so that's why uh, this is so passionate for me. And then even being in the month of September, we know that September is National Suicide Prevention Month. Um, and it's so important that we, we understand that many of the people that do commit suicide is because of them not feeling worthy or not having uh, having poor self-esteem and so many different things, you know. So I just think it's so important for us to have books such as this. Uh, and like, I love the fact that it's a journal because sometimes people need to write out their emotions and, 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 and their struggles and their challenges. And so, um, so that's why what we're going to be talking about affirming me gracefully. And so, uh, Donna, you know, I'm not sure if there's anything you want to say even before we delve into some of the things that we want to talk about, um, that I didn't say about you, <laughs> anything you want to add, uh, which, um, you know, any thoughts that you want to add on, you know, what I shared in the, in the beginning of intro? Um, what I will say, I wanted to talk a, a piggyback a little bit about the mental health. Mental mm -hmm. health is very important. And I know like our ancestors didn't believe it. They really believe, like pray about everything, go to the church about everything. 
And that mm-hmm. is fine because we do need prayer and we do want to go to the church. But sometimes that's why God blessed us with counselors. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is good to have therapy and a counselor. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. God and a counselor because it's going to really help us change our mindset. Some of us with mental health issues, it's just the beginning of starting with our mindset. If we could change our mindset, then everything else will start to flow. But when mm-hmm. our mindset is negative, then everything else will be negative around us. So it's mm-hmm. just very important to, you know, get help. No matter, I know, you know, family, some family don't believe in it. Some friends don't believe in it. But it's all about your life and how you want your life to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said, you know, yes, you need therapy and Jesus. Um, because, yes, you know, the Jesus, you know, he, he shares with us the word of God, like you said, uh, a prayer is good, but you have to embrace the principles as well. And um, he, the word of God encourages us that it's not good that any man would be alone. You know, mm-hmm. that it's not just about marriage, a husband and a wife, uh, but that being alone is meaning you need a sounding board. You need people to talk through, um, talk issues through and things like that. You know, so it's so important that we understand that going to therapy is not a stigma. It's not a label. It's not a negative. It's really a positive because uh, those persons are professionals and they are anointed. Um, and I mean, you want to find one that's anointed, uh, but yeah. they're empowered <laughs> by God. God has given them that gift. Uh, to help you in that profession so it's so important that you do that and like you said it's a mind thing it's mental you have to ensure that you are mentally stable um and that you know you you have someone like you said to, to conversate with and to talk with and so uh even with your book affirming me gracefully what what inspired you or influenced you to write the book and to give it this title well i like the song encourage yourself Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very important for us to encourage ourselves because other people can sometimes be so negative or say things that they don't even think will harm us, but it does harm us once we get that thought implanted in our, you know, in our mind. So mm-hmm. affirming me gracefully is like, I'm encouraging myself. I'm affirming me. I don't need anybody else to affirm me because now I know who I am in God. So I'm affirming myself. Yes, that's awesome. And I love, like you said, that song, Encourage Yourself. It's, it's something that you said that is this confirmation because, you know, that was my mom. My mom is deceased now. Uh, she passed in 2013. And that was her favorite song, even while she was, every time she went to the hospital or uh, anytime she was on, you know, her sick bed, she would sing that song. And literally that song was sticking in my head, Encourage Yourself in the Lord, because sometimes you're not going to have people around you to do that and so you have to encourage yourself when no one else is encouraging themselves and so that's what I love um you know the whole notion of the affirmations and so when we talk about affirmations you know how important is it for both men and women to 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 have these affirmations I believe it's a hundred percent important and let me tell you why Because if you can affirm yourself and declare things over your life, then you don't have to wait for anybody else to do it. Because Mm -hmm. if we continue to wait for other people to speak things into our life, we're going to continue to to wait. But we this God has equipped us with a tongue, with a mouth to do these things. So speaking that positive thing over ourselves, declaring that our future is going to be great and bright and things like that is going to really help us because we could start believing it 
we can start believing it. We don't have to wait till someone else tells us to believe it. We can speak it over our own life and believe it. Right, right. Because the word of God tells us life and death is in the power of our tongue. And so you can either speak life or you could speak that positive or negative. And, and, and it's so important, like you say, and that's why I say men and women. Uh, because we always have women conferences and women books and things like that and you know uh, to encourage us but the brothers need to know the importance too of speaking over themselves there's so much even attacking them right now um, right their their mental health their self-esteem and so like you stated uh these words are declaring what god what god says about you you know and so it's so important like you said to write it out not just to say it too to but to also to write it out um, you know, I know I encourage my daughter to, um, to write out, you know, about 25. Sometimes it's so hard for them to find those affirmative words because uh-huh. the enemy has spoken so much negative, but you know, like you said, when you challenge them to write it out, then they'll begin to see that I'm really great. You know, there's uh-huh. some goodness in me, you know, I'm worthy of, you know, declaring I am successful. I am beautiful. You know, I am prosperous, you know, so those I am's it's spiritual uh, because we know that we serve the great I am so when we begin to say I am what God says I am then that really shifts our whole life and so um, what would you say is your three best um, or impactful declarations you have several in your book Um, I thought they were all just amazing Uh, but but what would you say are maybe your two or three or what you want to share with us are a few affirmations okay so my first one is I declare decree today and every day I will have victory. So no matter, and I like that one because no matter, there's always something good in it that we can have victory over. So, mm-hmm. and that goes back to having that mindset. We can always, you know, have victory over something, even if it goes bad, you mm-hmm. know, we can have victory over it. There's always good in a day. Yes point you know thinking about it if you woke up this morning that alone is good because somebody is not waking up yes absolutely that's a good one I like that one let me tell you what one of mine was affirmably you said I am not my mistakes yes Ah, that is so powerful so many people walking around here and they're feeling shame or guilt uh, resentment just about different decisions that they made that weren't the right decisions at the time and, and it's really hoovering over their heads and you have to declare that I am not my mistakes yes I did it but that's not who I am you know what, correct what made you put that I am not my mistakes because I know some like and I used to be this way too but I used to feel like I can't make a mistake mm. like I would really get mad at myself for making a mistake everything had to be perfect for me and the reality is nothing is perfect. So we're going to make mistakes. But I know some people, if they if they fail a test, it's like, oh, my God, I'm a failure. No, you're not a failure. You just failed a test. Mm-hmm. That's good. So not personalizing it yeah. that deep, you know, to where it's going to affect you in the long run. Right. I like what you said. Don't personalize it. Yeah, you're, making that, you're taking that on too personally. <laughs> yeah. Don't personalize it. That's good. Um. I know in your book you talked about you had a, um, a, a, a thought about normal, about normal. Um, and uh, you said, uh, don't let the world tell you that you are not normal because you have flaws or because you don't look or act a certain way. You are normal. You are normal. Because some people, they're trying to uh, look like other people 
get their face done, boob job, all these different things because, you know, they want to change who they are, you know? Uh-huh. And, and in essence, you're telling me to accept that I am, I'm, I'm normal. I'm okay. I'm okay with me, you know? So uh, something leaped in my spirit when I kind of read that about conforming uh, to other people's opinions. So speak to that thought. Why, why was it necessary for you to add that in your book? Well, I've used to, I, I, well, I used to work with the substance abuse population mm-hmm. and a lot of them really felt that they were not normal because they abused drugs. Mm-hmm. And I like I never understood it. I'm like, what is normal? Like define normal for me. And most of their definitions had to do with what society thinks of them. And, you know, I never again, I just never understood. Like you're still normal. You just did something different. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only difference. You just did something different. You chose a different route Mm -hmm. to cope with the issue that you was really dealing with. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, we all are normal, but it's all about how we define it. So not basing it off of society, not basing it off of Webster's Dictionary, but redefining it for ourselves. We're normal just the way that we are and how we are. So when we love ourselves, we're, you know, we get to see that, that we're, we are normal. We don't have to be like everybody else. Right, right. Accept who you are. Uh, and that's uh-huh. always a challenge because, you know, you have the magazines, you have the music, you have media, you just have so many of these uh, different uh, streams and that are coming into your ear gate, eye gate. And so it is challenging. But like you said, you got to hold on to the fact that I am normal. <laughs> you know, like you said. Yeah. Just... And I think that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was about to say, I think that goes back to like the mental health part of it. Yes. Like our thought process mm-hmm. and having like you mentioned wisdom earlier. Half of that stuff that we see in the magazines, in the media, is not real. That's just what people portray. That's what they want us to see. Mm-hmm. But they don't show us the real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never show you the real deal. You don't see all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, right. You know, you just see what's put out front, but you don't know really how people are living. <laughs> really what they are dealing with and ha- how they're handling issues and coping with various things. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you, you had another point that you made in your book about affirming yourself. And it said, enough is enough. It's time to take my joy back. It's time to take my peace back. It's time to get me myself all the way together. I like what you say, all the way together. And, and for me, that spoke to, about wholeness. It's, uh, you know, you becoming a whole you. <laughs> It goes back to speaking those positive things over yourself, but not picking, not just picking the parts that you feel you need to improve because we're always ever evolving. So affirming our whole self, not just bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Refer- affirming your whole self. That's good. That's good. Um, you're talking about starting over and um, you say starting over is never easy Uh, fear of the unknown of course is always our greatest roadblock however if we look at it as an opportunity to do something different maybe this sheds a different light on on starting over Um, so what gave you the motivation because I like how you said you have to see it as an opportunity can you speak to that uh, as it relates to starting over? Because oftentimes it's very challenging to start over. 
we look at it as a negative. We look at it uh, as uh-huh. fear. So we have all these robots. But you said see it as an opportunity to do something different. Speak to that. Yes, because like you said, starting over is scary. Nobody wants to start over. Nobody, especially if we just ended a relationship and, you know, it just didn't work out and we move it forward and we want a new relationship, but we're scared to start over. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if we never start over, then how are we going to get what we desire? Mm -hmm. We just cannot get it if we don't start over. So not looking at it as something scary, but looking at it as an opportunity, whether it's an opportunity to grow, Mm -hmm. whether it's an opportunity to become, whether it's an opportunity for two people to be joined together, but looking at it that way. Mm -hmm. So even if we're scared, not letting the fear overcome, you know, the outcome that we desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good because, you know, it is challenging starting over. And, you know, in this season, so many people had to kind of um, recreate themselves. You know, they found themselves in one industry and working and now, you know, you know, due to our economy, they may not be able to do what they used to do. So now they have to kind of reinvent themselves. That's what I want to say, you know, and sometimes being 40 and 50 and having to now shift (laughs) my career path is oftentimes challenging. But like you said, if you look at it as another opportunity to really delve into the real you, another another strength that you might have and didn't know you had, uh, some other potential that you have in you that you may not have thought you had, you know. So if we could begin right. to see starting over and, and, and taking on new challenges as an opportunity, we'll see that there's a there's really a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. So I thought that was really good. And sometimes we come out better than where we was before. Right, right. And that's why I say God has a plan. So when we trust God, like, Lord, if you had no control over it and it's a shift that happens, then, then God obviously is in the plan. So it's a matter of just trusting God. And like you said, it will, it, it, come, it, it ends, the end is better than the end. It's the ending that's the better, you know, that's right. you, know, you look forward to because uh, it, it can turn out for your good. Um, you had several quotes throughout your book. And I love all the quotes. Uh, I love India Irie. I love I love um, her her uh, music. And you had uh, wrote one of her quotes. You said, "I'm not." This is a quote from India Irie. I'm not your average girl from the video. I you said, and I ain't built like a supermodel, but I learned to love myself unconditionally because I am a queen. And it's so important that we know uh, how to love ourselves. But the one word that stuck out to me was that unconditional love. And that's oftentimes so tough because others, you know, um, people don't know what unconditional love is. They don't love you unconditionally. They always love you with strings attached. And so why did Uh you feel you needed to put that particular quote in your book? Because I might not, you know, for me, it's like I might not look like that supermodel. I might not be skinny. I might not be petite. I might not be tall, you know, but I am still a queen. So not basing myself off of, you know, the people we see in the videos, because a lot of people do. Some people want to look like them and that's okay. But let's try to look like ourselves. Let's define who, you know, who we are within ourselves, because we're still a queen, whether we're big skinny short tall petite humongous you know whatever it may be 
we're still a queen. Mm -hmm. So God didn't say, well, you have to meet this criteria in order to be classified as a queen. Mm -hmm. No, we we don't. So just seeing ourselves in a different light so we could love ourselves without those conditions of having to look like a supermodel, without, you know, those conditions of having to have what she have or, you know, get what the next person have. Right. Be happy with who God created you to be because you are, yeah. you know, you are unique. You are a gift. And, um, you know, you are answer to someone's problem, a solution to someone's problem or what have you. you just know that, like you said, you are a queen um, and that you don't have to be like anybody else. I, I just love the whole term uniqueness because, you know, many individuals are trying to um, conform. Uh, many of us are guilty of that, uh, trying to conform to this world. But, you know, that's where that mindset, you got to transform in your mind that I am who God created me to be. The skills and the gifts that I have are uniquely mine and utilizing those gifts. Um, so so let's talk about, because we've been talking a lot over these couple of few, these few minutes about words and how powerful words are. And you had a quote uh, in your book, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing this person's name right. You correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Kill Settle. Is that what I'm saying? Uh -huh. right? Yeah. Kila, Kila Settle. And it said, when the sharpest words want to cut me down, I'm doing I'm going to send a flood, going to drown them out. I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, because here I come and I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. And then a little bit further, you, you made a statement. You said, I am a living witness that words hurt. Words hurt. And, and we know that, you know, people use the term, you know, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt. And that's a lie because words can literally kill you. Um, and so we have to be very careful about words. But you made that statement. Talk to, talk to us about that. So, in, and I grew up... Um, I grew up with my mom to start off with, but when I was 11, I moved with my um, brother's dad. And then after that, I moved down here with grandparents and my grandmother in particular, she would always tell me and my sister, you know, you'll never be anything but, you know, a hoe and a bee like your mom, you know? And I was like, I ain't going to, you know, do that. And, you know, my family used to always tell me, you know, you're fat, get pregnant before you graduate high school. You know, so they used to say those things and it was repetitive. It wasn't a one time thing, but it was repetitive. So that started to be ingrained in my head. But instead of me using it um, and showing them, hey, y'all right, look at what she's doing. I used it as my motivation. Mm. They said that I couldn't do this. They said this is what I'm going to be. Let me show them that I'm not going to be that. Mm -hmm. Even when my grandmother um was deceased I was still trying to prove a dead person wrong because mm -hmm. you had said all this stuff about me and I'm not what you say that I am mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah and 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 people could say see, parents don't understand how powerful their words are uh, especially when you're developing and um you know not just parents just people your loved ones relatives but like you stated you know you could have proved them right <laughs> And that, okay, uh -huh. all right, I'm just going to be just what y'all say, whatever, or whatever. But like you said, no, I choose. And that's what it's about. No matter what people say or speak over you negatively, 
you choose to accept or embrace those words or you choose to discredit them or to, uh, like you say, prove them wrong or to, uh, to combat those words. And so we have to understand that those words are powerful and, um, you know, any, all the words that we speak, we just gotta be careful in the words that we release. And so, you know, that's why I love this book because, you know, inside of the book, y'all, you have to get the book, uh, because inside of the book, there's opportunity for you to reflect, um, and to journal and to share your thoughts, because as you're reading, I'm sure God is going to speak to you. I'm sure he's going to reveal some things to you, some things you need to, uh, stop, uh, sugar coating or covering up and really dealing with so you could be healed, made whole. And so that's why I really love the book. And we can go on and on. Cause like I say, I could bring up each and every one of these affirmations, declarations, because <laughs> I love declarations once again like because i strongly believe you know in the word when god says we were creating his image that whatever we release out of our mouth things are being set in motion and so uh that's why i firmly believe in this book and so i want to kind of close our interview um really uh with one of the uh, statements that you had about i am embracing me gracefully and this is what you said it was so powerful uh these particular passages uh that you wrote you said i am thankful for all my mistakes i made i am thankful for all the lessons i've learned i'm thankful for all those who walked out on me i'm thankful for those who left me burned it all had a part to play in the person i am today I am embracing me gracefully. That was just so much in that. I mean, I could, every sentence, uh, I think, could preach. Um, I know it would preach yeah. every sentence. It's just powerful. And so in closing, you know, my question to you is, how are you now? Like, your mental health in this, you know, in the place that you are now, in the space that you are now in life. How are you? Are you in a good space? Um, you know, tell us about how how Donna is today. So today, I, Donna Donna is very different <laughs> than she was <laughs> in the past, but I do feel like I am in a good space mentally. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I'm in a good space. And that's not to say that the negative thoughts don't come. And that's right. not to say some of the trauma that I experienced don't show back up. They do. But mm-hmm. when they do, now I know how to put that trauma in those negative thoughts in its place. Mm-hmm because I'm affirming myself and I know who God told me that I am. So when you know who you are and who God has told you that you are, when that trauma and stuff revisits, you'll be able to put it back in its place. Yes, yes, you are. Like you said, it's not that the negativity doesn't come. You put put it in its place. And y'all, we have that type of authority. The word of God encourages us that we can take captivity of everything, every word that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. So if God didn't send it, I tell people, send it back to the sender. <laughs> if it ain't come from yeah. God, that means the devil sent it, so send it back to the sender. And so that's what we have to do. So this was so good, Donna. I love your spirit. I I, I noticed even on Facebook, the quotes that you will put out there, just trying to keep people encouraged and, and just know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And so um, what would be your final thoughts are that you would like to leave the people with as it relates to um you know taking care of themselves self-care um what would be you know um I guess a lasting word or thought or something you want to leave us with before we depart 
Um, one thing I do want to leave y'all with is to, if you feel that you do need help, um, to really try to talk to someone to get the help because you are not alone. And one thing I want to put on your mind is, you know, we have that old saying, you know, people used to sweep things under the rug. And that is true because what happens in this house stays in this house. But the more things that happens or pile up under that rug, it's going to start exposing itself, you know, itself. So try to get the help that, you know, you feel that you need, despite of what others may believe or despite of what others may say. But also start working on embracing who you are so you could become who you were meant to be, who you were designed to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Get the help. And then begin to embrace who you are. Get the help. That's what I'm hearing. Get the help that you need. Because there are people out there that desire to help you. So like you said, um, you need a therapist. (laughs) Uh, You need a circle of good people around you uh, that are going to be your sounding boards, not just your cheerleaders, uh, but people that are going to really speak truth to you. Um, and so that's really good. Um, even your spiritual leaders, uh, men and women of God that God has put in your life to really help you on your spiritual walk. So it's mind, body, and soul. That's all Don, Don and I are trying to tell you that, you know, you, you have to ensure that you are healthy. God wants you to prosper mind, body, and soul. And so uh, that's why we felt that it was so necessary to have this talk and this discussion uh, because you have to first love you before you can love someone else, okay? Before you can genuinely love someone else, you have to feel, uh, you know, that you are worthy of love and that you can love other people. So again, thank you, Donna. Tell us where we can purchase your book. Um, So, Affirming Me Gracefully can be purchased on Amazon or you can um, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at higher underscore above average 2015 to purchase your copy. I do have some on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Amazon or reach out to me through my social media handles and I'll be able to get you a copy. Okay, and we're going to have the, that information, you guys, um, under the description. So we'll make sure that we have at least the Instagram uh, so that you guys can make sure you stay in contact with her. And even if you need to know, get some direction on therapists or people, counselors that are out there. She's, she's one. Uh, she has a, a plethora of other women. That's what I love to see other women working their gifts. And so if you're in need of help, don't sit around there talking about it. Uh, do something about it. And so... Do you have any events or anything coming up, Donna? Because, girl, I've been seeing you. You be, you be handling your stuff on Zoom and all that. <laughs> you have anything coming up that we need to know? If not, just let us know. Nope. No particular event, but I will have my second book released sometime this year. I haven't ah, got a date yet, but it's going to be released before 2020 is out. Okay. We'll be looking for it. We will be looking for it. I'm so proud of you, girl. Awesome. She released him. Thank you. Don't play with her. Um, but yeah, so you guys get connected with her as she stated. She shared her social media handles. This was really a great conversation. Again, Donna, thank you for your time. Uh, we feel inspired and encouraged about our mental health, um, you know, as listeners and then how we can help other people uh, in the event they need that help. So again, you guys, thank you all for sharing with us today on IDDOI. Until next time. 
uh, I want you guys to keep your word. Y'all know Coach Jay always going to tell you, keep your word. Stop lying to the people. Tell that when you say you're going to do something, do it, okay? And then show up, man, regardless of how you feel. Sometimes we'll be scared and afraid, but God wants you to show up anyway because he's going to give you the boldness and the confidence. And then I want you to finish it. Whatever he's calling you to do, I need you to finish it, okay? So do me one favor. I need you to share this podcast with someone. I need you to put it on your social media pages because uh, we have to keep talking about the importance of mental health, self-care, affirming each other, and you walking in a greater level of affirmations and declarations, okay? So this is Coach Jay. Have a great day, and I'm uniquely yours. Love you, Donna. We'll talk soon. Bye. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye.